Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the John Candy classic, Summer Rental, 1985. 1985. We were two, Mandy. I know. You're so little. Why are we watching this movie? (laughs) I know. (laughs) <laughs> this stuck around though. I saw this movie a bunch of times, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, of course, always like to remind everybody who's listening in if you have never found a reason to watch Summer Rental, please make this the reason to do so. You can currently find it streaming on, I think it's HBO Max right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is yeah, I, I, I had it. to rent it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so you can find it there or you can rent it and follow along. We'll give you a few seconds to go find it, watch it, and come back and join us for the conversation so you're up to speed. And you're back. All right. Now everybody's seen the movie and we're all good to go. Here we go. And of course, Mandy, you and I, we don't like to talk about these movies alone because we just argue about stuff. So we need a third wheel, someone to join in the fun. And of course, today we are very excited to have Grand Rapids area comedian, Mr. John Hauser with us, everybody. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Yay. John, you ended up real quiet all of a sudden. I don't know if that's just me. No, it's me too. Okay. You were like, you're coming in super loud before and it was yeah. perfect. Might just be my connection. Okay. Well, let's see if we can uh, readjust, drop back five and punt here. Uh, so I guess we'll start out with, uh, while John's working on his microphone there, uh, Mandy, let's start with you. How long had it been since you saw this movie before we did it for the podcast? Oh my gosh, like 25 years. It had been a really long time. Okay. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, but um, I, I watched it a lot as a kid, though. Yeah, this one I got confused with the other one that we just did not that long ago with John. Great Kennedy. Outdoors. Great Outdoors. That's the one. Yes, yeah. I always used to confuse those two. Also, are we hearing anything, guys? How are we doing? Just real quiet from you, John. I don't know what. Uh... Uh, hold on, let me see if I can get to one second. I might be able to adjust my volume. Okay. That's so weird because literally just before we hit record, everything was like ship shape, ready to go. Yeah, yeah uh, it was. Speaking of shit I wonder, shape. Huh. Yeah. When was the last time you saw this? Uh, it's been a minute. Um, it hasn't been quite that long. I'd seen it quite often as a kid. Uh, I was a big fan of John Candy anyway. So these movies sort of went through a cycle uh, a few times. Um, biggest takeaway I remember, though, as a kid is watching this movie and having the neighbor lady show off her tits. Yes. To John Candy. And, but I, I don't know why in my mind, like I pictured like they actually were like, you actually got to see them they in my mind. Showed, yeah, I, yeah, they yeah. Did, yeah. I don't know. Cause Mark was like, my husband had never seen it. So we watched it together last night and um, I'm like, I'm like, I, I think you're about to see some boobies. And then he's like, where, where are the boobies? Like nah. that didn't happen. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> now John has slowly drifted out of frame. I know it's <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you're fine. You keep, you keep working, man. I mean, I can, I can just speak up. Is this any better at all? no we wouldn't be able to hear you but i do think i wonder too because now like ever since um, matt put a port like porn noises on the recording um one time it makes you like confirm that you're like ready to record so i don't know if did you hit confirm when it said recording is now happening i thought i did yeah i saw that okay yes but still it's still really quiet yeah Right, yeah, well, me, uh, I do have some audio settings. I'm, oh, here we go. I see what happened. I think 
Uh, I had turned it up, and for some reason now, it's gotten all the way turned down. So I'm trying to get it. I don't know why this is not. You're trying to get it up? Is that what you're trying to say? Exactly. I stopped myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, Uh, I'm not going to let you stop that joke. I don't know why this is not. If you want to, what we can do. Oh, here we go. I see why. Never mind. Hold on. Hold on. All right. How about now? That is perfect. We've done it. it. For some some reason, it was on auto, so it wasn't letting me turn it back up, and I had done that before. Somehow, it must switch back to auto. So, we're sounding good where we're at right now. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So, everybody, this is John. (laughs) Hi. Glad to be here. Really excited. (laughs) We're we're off to a good start. This is great. Uh, This is great. Just as uh, something to come later on down in uh, the episode, I did ask everyone on Facebook what their nightmare horror story of a, a summer vacation was so this fits right in line with that this is like this is my horror story of what happens if i ever guest on a podcast and i'm just like oh i don't know what i've done i did I pushed the, button. <laughs> the gremlins are angry i don't know what's happening inside these computers right? their only job is to compute that's all you do you compute you're a computer but yeah so yeah. we're back at it we're in so John, more likely it was human error i'm sure, <laughs> sure, sure. All right, let's uh, let's revert back to the beginnings of our uh, normal uh, podcast. We usually ask the guest first, John, how long had it been since you saw this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? Uh, probably less than a year. OK, I like I mean, it's I I found it on HBO Max and uh, I'm I'm an absolute sucker for, you know, certain movies in the 80s growing up. And this is one of them. OK. So, All right. Yeah. You know what? Normally we ask this one a little bit later, but this is going to transition nicely into the. So, OK, we forced you to watch this movie. But let's say we had let you take the reins, right? Let's say we had said, you tell us the movie that you would say shaped your childhood. Where would we be right now? What would we be, what would we be watching? Um, well, I tell you what, um, it, it'd be a toss up between a few. But I guess as long as we're talking about a John Candy movie, I'd probably say The Great Outdoors. Okay. Um, which really, uh, I was kind of thinking that's kind of like Summer Rental, but in the yeah. north. Like, yeah. They, yeah. They, just, they had a hit and they're like, let's do it again. Uh, For sure. Although yeah. he was a way slimmer in this movie. Did you guys notice that? Yes. He really was. Yeah. Yeah. I, he wasn't even like barely like I have friends that are like that look like that. And I don't even really consider them like but to him like in Great Outdoors. He's ginormous. Yeah. Like so. I would strive to be John Candy in the Great Outdoors at this point. <laughs> or in, uh, well, and it was, I mean, in uh, Summer, Summer Rentals. Yeah, yeah. sure. And to that point, it's interesting because Summer Rentals is the only movie I can remember of where he actually his character complains about his body. That's the only one I remember yeah. that, where that's an issue, too. And that's like the best he's ever looked and they, <laughs> yeah they right know if that's sad or not but. yeah right right there were very uh body positive in this movie for him though his his wife uh tells him she likes the way he looks in a bathing suit and yeah gives him a little slap on the butt look at that you know he's, he's absolutely doing he's out there living his dream all right uh so it's been not that recent since you saw it last uh is this a movie that you saw often uh as a child Absolutely. Uh, As a matter of fact, um, yeah, it was it was huge for me um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I was uh, when it actually came out, I was about eight years old. But, um, you know, I really first kind of saw it when I was like 11, 12, you know, early teens. Okay. Um, So like, yeah, I mean, back then going to the video store was. a. So that was one that I would always if I got a choice, it was like that or the Goonies or Iron Eagle or something. Sure. Uh, but yeah. And and then uh, as a matter of fact, um, the actress that's in it, that Carrie Green, I yeah. also loved her from Goonies. And I was, you know, 
I was infatuated with her, uh, probably to an unhealthy degree. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, uh, you know, this was one of my absolute favorites. I love John Candy uh, uh, and I loved those kind of movies. So growing and at some point I got it to where I owned it on video cassette and there, you know, gotten into the hundreds of times I probably watched it. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, all right, uh, let's go ahead and jump off with a clip here just to get everybody rolling. This is how the movie kicks off. Uh, this is making breakfast in the morning as he leaves to go to work. It's a little quiet. This isn't your guys' fault. Uh, It'll get better. Good morning, Dad. Good morning, Jennifer. When you were in school, did you ever cut class? Uh, yeah, I guess I did. Sure, most guys cut classes. Good. Sign this. Sign this. I like it. Oh, get your mother to sign it. Please, Jennifer, I'm late. But Mom doesn't understand. She never cut classes. Mommy never cut classes. Will you stop copying me? Tiny Joey, Joey Lawrence Jared, there? Aren't you going to eat breakfast? No, that's the little girl. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a, yeah, that's the little, oh, yeah. That's that okay, breakfast. sorry. We're not, yeah. I'm not watching yeah, it. I'm just hearing tiny breakfast child voices. Project. There we go. What'd you make? That's the boy. Spaghetti and one hard boiled egg. Mmm. Um, uh, tell you what. Hold the spaghetti, throw in another egg, and I'll eat it in the car. Perfect. All right. Listening to that music makes me think of Overboard. Yeah, for sure. Like the it music does, in yeah. the background. Quintessential <laughs> 80s, like, vibe beats all the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good times. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was another one I watched a lot because my mom was actually kind of a fan of that one. So she got. Yeah, so, same I, here. I, I feel like yeah. everyone's mom was a fan of Overboard when, when we were kids. <laughs> Um, hey, I skipped our part already because I didn't yeah. prepare for it. But that's uh, I know. I thought the same thing when you went into the clip. I was like, that's because he doesn't have it. That's not the clip that we needed. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let me go ahead and do our first little activity we do with all of our guests. It's got a theme song, and that theme song goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right. It's time for us to take care of chop this synopsis. We're doing it right up front now. Uh, this is where we ask ourselves and the guests to take this movie and condense it down to 10 words or less. So it's. Uh, bare minimum description of the film uh, Summer Rental. I clearly did not prepare ahead of time, so if somebody else wants to take the reins on this, you guys can volunteer <laughs> to go first. Who wants to give us your 10-word or less synopsis of Summer Rental? Uh, John, I'll go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, I'll okay. do. Yeah. And um, I just mentioned it, but I decided to to write this from the viewpoint of 13-year-old me. How would 13-year-old me? All right. So I kind of alluded to it already, but uh, my 10-word synopsis would be 13-year-old me would uh, say, Carrie Green, Carrie Green, <laughs> bathing suit, Carrie Green, boat race. There you go. <laughs> I'd, watch, I'd watch it too, for sure. Like that's all I cared about. <laughs> Mandy, no what, do you, Mandy um, what do you got? Yeah, mine is family. Is a family vacation is horrible, but then becomes 50% off. <laughs> sure. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. So this isn't my synopsis. Well, we'll get to my synopsis here. It's, uh, it's, Basically, which movie came first? Was it this or uh, The Great Outdoors? The, I bl- uh, I'm almost certain this would have been first. This would have been first? Okay. I think yeah, so. Especially based on what we just discussed with John Cage. About the weight? Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, unless he wildly fluctuated. So I, right? I guess my 10-word or less synopsis would be like uh, the prequel to The Great Outdoors uh, with boats, I guess. I don't know. That's, that's, <laughs> where, I, that's where I'd be. Uh, clearly, I did not prepare for that. <laughs> uh, but my... My bigger synopsis that cannot be contained within 10 words, I did want to mention, uh, in this film, I'm pretty certain that John Candy is a villain or like should be considered the villain in a, in an alternate universe, right? So first we kick off the movie and he's already talking about how he used to skip school uh, as a child and basically giving his daughter permission to do so, saying that every kid does so. 
Uh, and then he goes uh, and freaks out at the restaurant and tries to take this guy's uh, table and all of his lobsters. For all we know, this guy's a regular customer, has a standard date set aside, probably spends thousands of dollars at this restaurant. And of course, they're going to let this guy have a seat. But now here comes John Candy uh, busting down the walls, trying to make uh, a fuss and steal his uh, dinner and his table. Uh, and then he goes uh, and lets his wife run off with the kids by himself while he's off uh, pretending to be injured. Uh, and yeah, doing fun with things. another dude, with, 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 a, divorce, a, guy. with a newly divorced yeah. dude that has a horny yeah. teenage son. Which right. is very underutilized <laughs> like, uh, John Larroquette. I, I yeah. feel like yes. we should have got more from him, from Dan Fielding in this right. movie. Yeah. But, yes. yes. Uh, and then... Or um, Colonel Stillman or whatever, Sergeant Stillman from Stripes. From Stripes. For so, sure. and actually they were in Stripes together too. That was 81, I think. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And then he just uh, litters uh, a bunch of garbage into the ocean. Like, the, Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. the environment. Yeah. yeah. How much worse do we need this guy to be before we just... I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure throwing that shit in the ocean would have for sure gotten him disqualified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And quite frankly, I'm I'm also certain it's illegal to add extra sails to a boat yeah. at the end of a race, regardless oh, sure. of how hilarious it is. <laughs> like even yeah. the judge himself is like, I don't know if it's illegal, but it's cool. So I'm going to look the other way. I'm like, yeah. that's a bad lesson. I like it. I yeah, also sure. love the eighties montage where the kids are having a super great time fixing up the boat. Yeah. My kid would be like, Oh my God, this sucks. Yeah. And plus, wasn't it like 105 degrees that one day? Like, yeah. And, yeah. and they're scraping barnacles and they're like just singing, having a good time. No, this was yeah. not fly. Volunteered at all. to do it by the way. Right. Uh, right. Like yeah. He didn't even ask them. <laughs> uh, and I'll be honest though, with as much as I've watched this movie, I did not figure out who was singing that song in the montage until I just started rewatching of this time and it hit me like a ton of bricks that's a jimmy buffett song okay, oh, okay. it's jimmy buffett like that's gotcha. perfect for this 80s quintessential sailing movie i'm like <laughs> yeah. how did i not get this before oh uh and i forgot to also mention that he nearly killed an airplane full of people uh when he tried to make them uh two airplanes <laughs> occupy the same right? airspace you trying so. to mate us <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, um so i i will kick that off with him just at his job here real quick New November 347 Golf. Where are you? Where the hell are you? Come in. He's been here Where for 10 years. He's bad. Yeah. Well, why are, why are they not responding, for one thing? Where are you? He does have a point. He's like, yeah, they aren't saying anything either. Like, this could have been solved like that. <laughs> and why does his boss look like the mobster from The Simpsons? Like, he's just standing in the background like, mm. Tony? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Pat, Pat yeah. Tony. That's yes. All right. So, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, uh, Mandy, do you have any uh, fun facts you want to kick us uh, kick this thing off as opposed to me um, just cutting this movie off at the knees? That's okay. That There's he's a, <laughs> he's, okay. A, he's a bad man. Um, I disagree with you, like one hundred percent on the whole villain thing. Of course. Um, I'm sorry. I think he did also. I, I, did, I hate to interrupt. He did also leave out the breaking and entering at the beginning of the movie as well. <laughs> like sure. that's felonious. Like that's the true. Hazards. I don't know. <laughs> leaving the house a total mess. Everything right. in disarray. There's urine like, in the bed. There's dog. Oh my god! Property. <laughs> like that. And but the thing is, for me, like that was just. I. It was just difficult because I felt so bad for him. Like yeah. yeah. When the, when the dog food spill. Like for one thing, I hate. Like well, I hate, just hate lugging shit upstairs. Anyways, like. Let alone like unloading a car and unpacking all your stuff. Like those people were kind of assholes for like making them get up with their small children in the middle of the night and leave. Like right. I, 
I looked at Mark and I was like, I wouldn't make them leave. Like they have a wristy. Obviously it's just, I mean, it's a simple mistake. I would be like, Hey, you know, let's try to be quietly like pack up, let your kids sleep. And then we'll help right. you, you know, in the morning, just give us the two grand and then get out in the morning. That's what- <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, the look on John Candy's face when he realized how he's messed up too. Like, how do you not just chuckle a little at that buffoon? Like, <laughs> all right, let's go have a beer. You guys can sleep on the floor, but you know, and get out in the yeah. morning. Oh my God, you're an idiot. Like, please <laughs> explain yourself. Like, it I'm doesn't help piece- it. <laughs> He's in white face too. He looks like a clown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that's. uh, We'll we'll play a clip from that uh, that little exchange there as well here. I wet my bed, Daddy. No, sweetheart, you didn't wet your bed. You wet their bed. (laughs) It's one of my favorite lines. But they deserve it because, like, the wife is trying to make conversation about the closet space, like. You know, that's how I would be. I wouldn't yeah. be like, and the husband's like, don't talk to them. Like, and that's a rich people thing. Like if that was a poor person's house, they would have like been like, no, stay. I'll cook you breakfast in the morning. You know, we'll show you the sites. No, rich right. people are just like, take your small kids, get the fuck out. And so, I, I yeah. have a miniature version of this. Every time I try to get into the wrong car after I come out of a store, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if anybody's ever done that before, but they've been like, why well, won't my car open i've and who put all of these things it's or no basically, <laughs> basically it's who cleaned my car <laughs> like, well thank you kind samaritan like oh you also put gas in my tank and yeah right radio selection's a little shitty but Everything. other than that <laughs> nice. um so we have i'll do a, i'll do a quick i well i was gonna do a quick who's who sure um but it, it, for some reason my notes is cut off so i can't see like the people's names so i'm going to kind of be going um okay. like off of memory but we got john candy as um jack chester, Chess- jack jack chester. chester. Yep. yeah thanks karen austin is sandy his wife mm-hmm. carrie green um we already talked about her jennifer uh, joey yeah joey lawrence plays the son um let's see here richard krenna plays uh, Mr. Pellet, mm-hmm. Pellet, 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 um, Al Pellet, <laughs> Rip, Rip Torn plays Scully, which was super funny because I completely forgot he was in this movie. Yeah, same, yeah. but he was great. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was amazing. Um, and then yeah, the rest of the people, the, I don't think it matters. Yeah, we talked about John, John Larroquette showing up. Yeah, John Moore, but again, grossly underused as John Larroquette. Yeah. I don't remember the 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 actor's name, but the neighbor who had the wife, uh, you know, the, yeah, the Ed. Showing I remember Ed. that power, <laughs> yeah. power to yeah, he was one of the Shirk brothers, the contractors from the Money Pit. He's like, how should we get started? He's like, well, you could order, you could, you could offer me some scotch. You're like, where are my manners? It's nearly ten thirty in the morning. Nice. Like it's, <laughs> I'm like, I knew that's I saw funny. that guys. Uh, <laughs> that's what I loved about '80s movies is because there's certain actors that just would show up in a half a dozen of them. It's oh like yeah, for sure club or something right yeah and i like i wouldn't think that today but it really is true like so 20 years from from today removed you'd look back on movies now and all of the same actors are in all of the movies it's just yeah uh, like an apatow movies or something right 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 and uh, yeah it was just like whatever class of actors you happen to uh, come of age during is when the ones that are those are the ones that stick with you but then you start realizing they overlap they they really do into every movie that you you Mm -hmm. loved you're like Jesus. What is this guy not in, or whatever? You know. Right. Yeah. Well, right. then, and then all of a sudden they just disappear. A lot of the time, like yeah. it'll be a person that's in like every movie for like the like five years, and then all of a sudden you're like, where the hell did that person go? Like they haven't done anything. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose that's every era, but I feel like in my experience, and it's probably, you know, obviously because of my age, but the, like, yeah, there's a lot of eighties actors like that, uh, that, yeah, they just, for example, Carrie Green, like she did like three or four movies and I, and then I just stopped. It was like, no, I'm done. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Lucas, uh, Lucas and Goonies. And this is the only thing that I think I remember seeing her in. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say there was one more and it just slipped my mind, but yeah. Yeah. Those and are the three big not ones. to keep mentioning John Larroquette, but he kind of did the same thing. Like he was a hot ticket item for a minute there. He was doing his night court days and then he just yeah. decided to say, fuck it, we're done. And yeah. he shows he had up a couple of movies yeah. uh, as well in the 80s. One that was a sleeper was called Madhouse, which I love is him. Okay. And uh, actually same same exact type of situation. Him and uh, from Cheers, uh, she replaced the new Diane. Um Oh, oh Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Yeah, it was yeah. him and Kirstie Alley. <laughs> like the two quintessential disappeared from the 80s actors. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah she was. Uh, Carrie Green was not in a ton of stuff. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it did for a minute seem like she was like the new it girl. But yeah, oh, actually, what it was, is she, she did a movie with Charlie Sheen and Alan Ruck from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which okay. was definitely one of my other formative movies from my mm-hmm. youth. And nice. apparently it was so bad it ruined their careers. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, three for the road. That must have been. I think 19, that might have been. 1987. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just remember hearing about it. I never actually saw it. Nice. Um, also, usually in my who's who, um, uh, just so you know, obviously John Candy died in 94. Um, Rips. Richard Crenna, yeah, right. Richard Crenna died, and he's um, was um, I want to almost said Mr. Patel, that is not what his name was. Um, he died no three, Rip Torn, it died in 2019, yeah, and um, the girl that played the neighbor, Lois Hamilton, she died in 1999, suicide by overdose. Oh, no, all right, well, I know if you, so. if you or anyone you know is struggling with uh, that. Go find some. Right. <laughs> exactly. <Please>. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, where uh, do we want to go straight into? Uh, let's see. Hold on. Back it up. Where are we at? Here? Well, while you're doing that, um, just so you know, there this has never been released on Blu-ray, which I thought was super crazy. Really? Huh. Yeah. And also, um, so he, you know, we talked about how he paid two thousand um, dollars. For his uh, two thousand dollars back in eighty five would be equal to four thousand nine hundred and forty seven dollars today. Wow! And that's for was it two thousand dollars for the full month for for four weeks? I, okay, yeah, it was supposed yeah. to because yeah, because then he had to pay again for the last couple of weeks for some reason. Sure, I don't sure. Know why. Yeah. Well, Which for I'm a sure house on the beach, that was a pretty good deal. I feel like. I, yeah, yeah uh, except you realize then it was supposed to be the house next to the construction and the public right of way yeah. to the. Right. Beach. Yeah. That yep. first place would have been quite a steal for that, but but the other yeah. one, I think, you know, you you give I a mean, little win. Yeah. yeah, right. Honestly, um, right now, if you were trying to find something on the coast in Florida for like a thousand dollars a week, that's probably the shithole you get. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. We just got back. We did a, a vacation for the first time. We used one of the like uh we rented a cabin. We've never we've always mm. just ever stayed in hotels. And we went to um the Smoky Mountains and rented a cabin for three days, and it was uh, quite a lot more expensive than it would have been in uh, John Candy's uh, adventures, yeah. I think, too. But um, <laughs> it was a good time. You know, I'd never done that before. Have you guys ever done like vacation rentals at all? No, we did, we, we did it a few times. Uh, the, the, the only time we really did as a kid, uh, like a rental, we rented a similar like an actually a pretty nice cottage in Myrtle Beach because we lived okay. in West Virginia. And that's where you went was Myrtle Beach. Um, but then we did, we did a lot of camping, uh, like out, you know, in, in, 
um, Canada and West Virginia and things like that. In fact, um, one of the, when I saw the question about horror stories from vacations, that yep. was one of the ones I thought about for myself. We went camping up North in Canada. And I got attacked by a black bear and a moose actually oh, on the same which, trip, ooh. which was scarier. Um, honestly, the moose, I, I would think so. I don't know why, well, but it's just well, really loud, bigger and well, taller the, and yeah. Well, the black bear attacked us in our campsite. Like it ripped the window out of the van and like was trying to get the food out of them. We had to chase it away with rocks. I my it was, answer. It's the bear. Yeah, well, but <laughs> because there was no weapons, we had to like throw rocks from the fire pit and we eventually got it, you know, to chase away. It wasn't really intimidated by humans because it was used to being in the campground. So, I mean, sure. technically, I guess it wasn't that big a threat, but I, I literally got up close and personal with it. Like he swiped my arm and such. Sure. Yeah. But the moose was honestly scarier because, yes, technically it was bigger. It was huge. But the moose ran at us while we were in our boat, just a tiny little like aluminum boat in a part where we had to walk the boat through because it was only like two feet high. It was turning into a river. And that's when the the moose decided to charge us from on shore. And, of course, as tall as he was, he could have got all the way out to us. And I even like 13 year old me looked at my dad and I go, what do we do if he decides to attack us? My dad was like, nothing. There's nothing we can do. We're in a boat and he's eight feet tall. (laughs) So yeah, luckily he stopped, but honestly, I mean, we were like, my cousin and I were literally hip deep in water walking the boat through. There was nothing we could have done if this thing decided to attack us. So sure. And yeah, that's scary. They can be uh, like ferocious beasts. You wouldn't think because they just kind of lumber around all dumb looking, but yeah, they can be, uh, real, well, real problems. They're more territorial, I, I guess. So like, yeah. like the bear was like, ah, you know, screw it. We're all just <laughs> yeah. in a campground. I'm it's looking like for Yogi trash. Bear. But the yeah. Moose, yeah. But the moose was like, get the fuck out of my territory. <laughs> so yeah, it was. I always think of, um, uh, hatchet. Do you remember reading hatchet when you were yes. a kid? Yep. We just, and then and he got attacked. Yeah. He got attacked by a moose and hatchet. Remember? Yeah. 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 And that, so that always like scared the shit out of me. I am. Um, I, I was in a kayak on the ocean in Florida. Right. I, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and the shore and um, where I was at was like, there's just dolphins everywhere. And I know like that sharks don't have blowholes, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like I kept hearing like this weird noise and I thought it was my, um, or every time I'd row my, I, I thought I was scraping my, life jacket with my my hands but no it was a dolphin coming up that i didn't see and it got like two feet away from the front of my boat and i i shit you not i thought it was a shark like (laughs) and obviously it was like coming up and blowing air out and i but no like i was just like "Ah," and i I think i felt i feel like it sensed that i was afraid because it just away after i like freaked out but Uh yeah it was some that plus there were tons there were like thousands of little tiny baby jellyfish in the water so like i was like if i took over i am fucked (laughs) it's funny because that's like an experience that most people would have paid for would be to like kayak next to a dolphin but mandy's just like get me away from this thing right i mean had i seen it coming i would have been like fuck yeah here comes the dolphin this is gonna be so sweet like come on flipper but no it just came out of nowhere and it was like jaws like and I, i thought for sure well and the other thing too was even at like a million things are in through my mind and I was like, okay, nope, that's a dolphin, but it's so close. It's going to tip you over and you're going to get a million jellyfish stings that no one's yeah. pee could yeah. ever stop from the pain for. <laughs> no one. Maybe the pee. dolphin would have peed on you. There you go. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Be helpful. Maybe that's right? what it was there for. It's like, Hey, if you fall out, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned dolphins. Cause that was one of the things I noticed in watching this too. Like how lucky did Carl Reiner get 
filming mm-hmm. this movie and at the end of the scene in the boat race like some dolphins just show up right in the middle of his like money shot right <laughs> like that, they had to be high-fiving on the deck like oh my god the dolphins are here we got one yeah yeah <laughs> that was pretty cool um all right i do want to uh touch base here i did ask the uh facebook group here uh to give us any examples of their own uh summer vacation horror stories and we did get one from uh derek feltner this is the short version of it uh derek got taken to disneyland with his babysitter when he was like five or six and he learned how to swim while he was there when he got back from vacation he never talked about it with his parents and he went to a party where they had a pool and he just took it upon himself as a five or six year old to just dive into the deep end uh oh. and uh all of his parents freaked out and uh apparently thought he was drowning but then he just doggy paddled to the edge and everything was fine so uh but he said <laughs> that was the only trip he ever took it as, as a child his parents were old and were not about that business so they, they <laughs> They were done done traveling, especially with like, Derek, it sounds like. It's, they probably went from being terrified at thinking their son was going to drown and then realizing he somehow learned how to swim on his own. It's like, oh, my God, we have Aqua Boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Yeah, I don't need to try anymore. Yeah. Man, that, that's awesome. Like, I wish Kate had babysitters that have done that shit for her. Potty, potty training. Like, could you just potty train my kid for me? That'd be sweet. Like, they could have done both in the same lesson. Like, just piss in the right. pool. Uh, yeah. It'll be fine. Right. <laughs> Oh, we also had a previous guest, Chris Karpinski, chimed in, too. He said that they rented a cabin at a campground at a, that had a general store with a soda machine out front. Uh, Orange Crush was only a quarter, so he used all of his souvenir money to buy several cans of Orange Crush. And apparently too much Orange Crush will make you throw up. So that was, that was his uh, bad experience uh, with uh, uh, vacation. There you go. Yeah, summer vacation as a kid. So. Well, Matt, yeah. you had your vacation that you just took was kind of a disaster in the beginning. It was a little rough. Yeah, we got involved in a, I don't even, like, a, it was not a tornado, but it should have been. Uh, we were up in the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> like, it didn't have the confidence it needed. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those, like, straight just, wind tornadoes. If only it had a strong mentor tornado <laughs> yeah, right. to show it how to be everything <laughs> so, it could be. Things were <laughs> like, that's slow. the way you describe it. Like, yeah. it wasn't a tornado, but it really should have been. Someone yeah. failed it. Right. Things are, things are a little slow up there in the mountains. You know, if it, if it had a good if it had a good home life, it could have grown up to be a tornado for sure. Uh, oh my god. But like uh, the storm we watched the storm roll in and it just pushed everything aside like all of the mist on the it was just and it was just wind came whipping up the sides of these mountains and um nothing I had ever experienced. We were inside the power went out in the cabin that we had rented. Uh and then we just started hearing things like hitting the roof and a bunch of loud noises. And then we go to look outside and a, a tree limb had fallen off of a tree outside and right onto our vehicle. Uh, so we got a big dent. It's amazing how car. trees manage to find cars no yeah, matter where like they're parked. Anywhere we could have parked and we picked yeah. that one spot. Uh, so it put a giant dent in the top and then the limb fell over onto the root or onto the uh, hood and put a bunch of dents. Luckily for us, no glass was broken. It didn't break yeah. anything that was like integral to get home. Uh, so we were able to get home during it, but we had to wait that entire uh, night in the dark, hoping that no more of the storm was coming. And, you know, we had very little uh, phone signal. So we just kind of hunkered down as a family and just sort of uh, sat around a uh, lantern until morning broke. But uh, all yeah. in all, I mean, looking back on it, it was fun. It was a good time. But like at, during the middle of it, that was kind of a rough, uh, a rough bit of the vacation. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that like that bear attack I told you about was similar to us because it was my my uncle and and cousin's van. The bear literally ripped the driver. Yeah. Shattered it. Oh my god. And 
So needless to say, we had to leave the next day, but this happened at like three in the morning. And so for the rest of the night, what they did is they just pulled a van up next to a tree trunk right next to the door. And then those poor guys had to sleep in the van. Uh, My dad and I were just in a tent uh, as well. So like we like there was no way in hell. Um, I would rather be in the van. (laughs) I'm going to sleep the rest of that night knowing that a bear was wandering in and out of the campground, you know. Um, but last thing I'll say about that trip, it was, it, it stuck in my mind for so many reasons, so many memories as a kid, but it was also the very first time I ever heard my dad drop an F-bomb. <laughs> nice. Oh, there, yeah. I would be just, dropping more than that if a bear yeah, was coming like, at me. I woke up in the middle of the night, popped my head up in the tent and I saw my dad and my uncle with their head stuck out of the tent. And the first thing I heard as I woke up was my dad go, he broke the fucking window. I'm oh. like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh yeah, that was. That was a good that, one. Yeah, that's not something you can just call your state farm guy and have him uh, no. fix it up. So that's, well, yeah. and the best part was too, the bear had also tried to reach, and it was a big conversion van, so it had those long windows along, you know, the back. Yeah, and it had reached through the little screen part and it had actually ripped the upholstery. So there was like four badass bear claw rips in the upholstery, <laughs> right. like something out of a movie. It was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. Yeah. You just leave that forever now. Like that's I, I told my uncle, I'm like, fix everything else, but you gotta leave. I mean, it was four bear claw just torn. You could see the cotton coming out. It was amazing. I am. Um, I thought you were going to say he was reaching through the back to unlock the door. Like he was just like, Right. Like, no, there's not a locks. This is the SLT version. Like, right. come on. It was like yeah. oh, the, old, the old O'Connell line here. Yeah, let's yeah. Let me just reach in. And, <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what it was too. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was an amazing trip for so many reasons. Nice. All right, I, pull, um, I pulled a bunch. Oh, go ahead, Mandy. Well, I just wondered. Um, getting back to the movie, um, <laughs> if you had any, um, like anyone that you thought was like an outstanding character or like a performance that was good or a part that you really loved. Um, I, boy, as far as outstanding character, um, I mean, I love Scully as a kid, like Rip Torn playing Scully. Like he was just the best, uh, because even, even as a kid, I seem to recognize the reason I thought he was so cool is I recognized here he is just at the constant, you know, losing end of this buffoonery. And he has just an inordinate patient like the guy never runs out of patience he just even keel no matter what happens and even as a kid i'm like this must be like what my friends feel like around me all the damn time (laughs) like they just put up with my buffoonery and somehow managed to not kill me (laughs) so i loved scully yeah just like no matter what he's like ah whatever (laughs) he was like super easy going about the whole process he's like yeah you can use my restaurant boat who cares yeah like like, sorry i wrecked your boat he's like all right need a character don't worry about it it's like are you kidding me you're paying for the damages you <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> and that is why john candy is the villain in this movie should be scully or yeah, right? carrie green well, i don't care why I just you know yeah. <laughs> there was a time when carrie i thought green. too when i was like i wonder wouldn't it be crazy if like scully never really wanted it like wanted to get a sale he just really wanted his boat fixed up <laughs> right so like and what it was <laughs> What if all his workers actually are illegal immigrants and the big PR because of his boat winning, like got him all sent away and he lost his business and <laughs> he had to go work at the MIB. I don't know. That's just a different theory. I, I yeah. The a Scully catches of the day here. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> and next thing you know, he's a dodgeball coach. Like you never know how these things turn. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, here's Scully anyway, since we're talking about him, here we go. The sea is a wondrous, mysterious, dangerous lady. She'll make you rich, or she'll feed you to the fishes. You can't control her, 
You got to give yourself to her. She wants you to dance, sonny boy. You got to follow her lead. Didn't I read that on your restroom wall? Yes. It's true today as when I hung it there. <laughs> just, just unfazed. Yep. 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 <laughs> you sure caught me. <laughs> I feel like. Thing, it... <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, he also reminded me as a kid, because, you know, Jaws is another big movie mm-hmm. uh, right at the same time. And he reminded me of like, uh, like Quince, if he hadn't gone crazy because of a shark attack, shark attack, like if he'd just been a normal sailor, they didn't lose his mind. Like, hold, on, what... hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Shark attack is amazing. Sure, well, you didn't see the director's cut of Jaws? They actually got <laughs> into that a little further. It was a scene that caught E.T. describes the shark attack and then the ensuing shark attack. Yeah, for sure. It inevitably followed. It was going to. Uh, yeah, That's the only reason. He survived just because once that was in the water, they lost their appetite. There you go. <laughs> yep. It was a collector's edition 10, and inside was just a, a pair of underwear. From Amazing what you'll learn if you work at a video store in the 90s. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> That's nice. so awesome. Um, we are just about ready to wrap up to the end of this segment. I do want to try to toss in one last clip since we already talked about him. Anyway, we might as well get these both out of the way. Here's one more. This is when we meet Scully, I think. Here. This place sucks. <laughs> this place sucks. Where'd you learn that? I told her never to say things little, suck. Little Carrie Green no, action there. I mean, I had an older sister, so I knew what it's like to play oh, shit on them. Where? Hello, me buccaneers. My name's Scully. And what might your name be, me lass? All right, there he goes. <laughs> um, it's funny because that you played that because my standout character was Mr. Yorku, the guy uh, playing. <laughs> the entertainment. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the restaurant entertainment nice yeah. <laughs> i almost pulled a clip of that just him tinking around um, on the piano no. ding, ding. do you notice at the end he starts playing here comes the bride it's really- yes <laughs> i am so glad someone else noticed that because like, i'm like wait a minute, wait a minute. like you just <laughs> right, got it sideways there <laughs> we got to cut this hey everybody uh we got a bit uh sidetracked by our technical issues in the beginning and we uh, let ourselves go a little bit long there obviously so i uh, just wanted to apologize for that abrupt ending and remind you guys that we are about to cut away to a commercial break and we will be right back after these messages go uh go do what this message says i think it's uh probably Stu uh and the elemental podcast so you know go give it a listen get listen to this ad and then uh, stop what you're doing uh, after you listen to the other half of this episode and go listen to the Elemental Podcast. And we'll be right back after these messages. Okay, bye. Hey, everybody. It's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right. Uh, I already told you ahead of time to go do what this ad was about to say, but make sure you do it. Okay. Stu supports us. We'll support Stu. I'm wearing the uh, six-member mafia T-shirt right now for the Elemental Podcast. Oh, I thought you were going to show us your boobs. Like right, you yeah. lifted your shirt way up. Right, do they look real? Can you, was can that, you put a hand on this? To- was that not what Stu paid for? Because I can get him on the phone. Like he's pissed. Let's see. Let's see them titties. Speaking of titties, let's get the neighbor. Here we go. I'm sorry, Mister. I didn't see anything. I swear. He's our next door neighbor. I'm just renting here. That's all. I'm sorry, Mister. But she's boring the whole world with her new knockers. <laughs> 
quieted. I just want his opinion. She's so insecure. Last night she shoved them in a clerk's face at a 7-Eleven. And relax, will you? They're beautiful. They look right and they feel right. Yeah. Mister, will you try them and tell her they feel right? <laughs> That's a favor to me. I love it. All right. That's like the look uh, on his face when he just does the one squeeze. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah those are great. <laughs> and like you would say anything else. It's not like you would just be like, no, these are trash. Like, this is... Like Problem a- of these titties, two thumbs down. <laughs> I would like to know in what world a chainsaw costs two thousand right. dollars, even today. It's like a fancy fucking chainsaw. He's been lying right. to his wife. I think it's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and they're by the way, they're on the beach. What does he need a friggin' chainsaw for anyway? Right, got a circular saw. That's the whole bit. Like. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, let's see. Do we want to move right into uh, yeah, some, of our, some of our games here? Yeah, let's do that. I like games. Um, before we get to the games, though, I want to mention uh, we did get another uh, oh, response yeah. from our Facebook page. We, of course, had listener Stacy, who provided one of our theme songs for later that just says she's so freaking excited for this episode. So that's good news. We like to hear that. Make sure yeah, uh, uh, more of you guys respond that way. And then, we'll, of course, I'll do my best to disappoint her. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Oh, we're doing great, man. We had a little yeah. technical snafu at the beginning, and we've uh, we've limped our way past it. I think we're on our way to a touchdown here. Look you can just call me John, dude. You don't have to get you don't have to like use big words. Okay, it was right. my fault. It was I don't know who this technical guy is, but I'm the one that fucked. John up. difficulties is that what we? Yeah. Got <laughs> uh, so we had Brian, a previous guest of the show, uh, Brian Atkinson, said uh, I got to work to fa- uh, farms in Iowa every summer, and my first road trip on my own, I got t boned by a 4th of July truck uh, drunk driver. So, Oof. yeah, that is a rough vacation. Yeah, that to would start, suck. Right? Yeah. Not a good way to start your holiday, but yeah. I like him. I like hearing other people's uh, bad experiences. But that just makes my experiences seem that much better. So, I'll, I'll yeah, for it. sure. It's like watching hoarders. You're like, oh, my, show, my house isn't that bad. Right, right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I almost got T boned by a moose. So I guess it could have been worse. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> Any kind of boned by a moose is bad news for. My, <laughs> I mean, my yeah. <laughs> all right let's move along don't kink little... shame man that's not cool sure yeah what i mean you do you whatever you whatever you gotta do uh here's the uh forgot the bathing suit bit here let's go ahead and play this for a second here oh gee i uh, forgot my bathing suit i guess i can't go in the water all summer oh jack nobody like they don't make any more like yeah in florida that's just it i'm gonna pick one up for you well i'm not gonna wear it not until i lose maybe Three or four pounds. Nice. I love the way you look in a bathing suit. My mother was right. You're twisted. Mm. <laughs> he he still does. I mean, I'll admit I used to be a bit chubbier than I am now, and he still does the go-to move, though, where he wears, like, a shirt every single time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it when he's buried in the sand up to his neck, and he, he lifts up out of the sand with this epiphany of, like, I'm going to sail or whatever. Uh, yeah. And he's wearing a jersey under the a hockey, <laughs> a hockey sweater. Oh, and yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Let's uh, move <laughs> along to our first little game of this segment. And we're going to call it. Where's it at? Hold on. Where's it at? Chop. Nope. That's not. There it is. Box office theme song. <laughs> Boom. All right. It's time for the box office game. Mandy, take it away. All right. Um, so unfortunately, I was not able to find what the budget was for this movie. Oh. It is like no one knows Let's how much it costs. Anyway. Uh, I would say they made this movie for five, $10 million. That's what I'll say. Yeah, it's probably 85. Yeah, I bet it's, 85. Yeah, I bet it's five. I bet you it's only a couple mil. Yeah. 
Yeah, like five, I would say like five to seven. But all right, but if, I do if know what one can find a definitive answer. Let us know. Email the yeah, show. Yeah, please do My the work guess for would me. Be less than three. Less than three million. Less than three. All right. Yeah. We'll let you know if we find out. But I do know how much that this has made roughly worldwide gross up until today. So, John, how much do you think that is? Gross worldwide till today. So we're off, we're talking what 15, 35 years. Um, I'm gonna say it has grown. Okay, Matt, what do you oh, think? I did not hear your answer at all, John, which I'm afraid that means no one else did. So give your answer one oh, more time. Yeah, uh sixty-two, six-two million dollars. Okay. Perfect. All right. Uh yeah, it wasn't uh, a volume issue. It just what for whatever reason it just completely cut out. So we're oh, good now. Okay. Uh it's yeah. back up and running. Um it might be my connection issue. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We got those we got those John issues coming into this. I know. Too. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this movie. I mean, it was probably a pretty successful movie. So we'll say. Forty million dollars. Uh, Twenty four million. Okay. I don't. Yeah. And I don't think that this movie was really widely released either. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that was in 85. And and like the other movies that came out in 85, there were a lot of them. So I feel like this had a lot of competition. Sure. Um, it was in the in the US that year, it was 37th. Um oh, number wow. one was Back to the Future. I'm just gonna go like yeah. from one one to ten. Sure. Um back back to the future, Rambo First Blood Part Two, uh Beverly Hills Cop, Rocky Four. Um, the Roman numerals fucked me out there yeah, for a right. second. <laughs> um, Cocoon, The Dream is Alive, which I've never heard of. Yeah, Witness. I remember that one, yeah. Um, the Goonies came out that same year. That was eight. Yeah. Yeah. Police Academy 2. And then number 10 was Fantasia. Nice. Oh, oh weird. <laughs> he got, he's got a Goonies shirt I on. I didn't have a summer rental shirt, so yeah. this is the most... <laughs> Oh you want to pull out do. your hockey jersey for, no. <laughs> for <summer laughs> I don't have a Stan Nikita, sorry. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so it had some competition. I could see why it creeped its way down there, but uh, you know, thirty seventh is at least you know, that's that's yeah. okay. I mean, I'm sure that well, I would hate to be thirty eighth. You know what I mean? At least right. you got to thirty seventh. So yeah, it uh, was still considered a hit though. So yeah. all right, let's. Yeah, do... I, yeah, I mean, I always thought it was as a kid. I felt like that's what. It, yeah, yeah. As much as I was talking shit about this movie about how like he's a bad guy and this whole thing, it's actually a really fun movie to watch. It's it's yeah. a delightful little romp mm -hmm. through his like everything sad happens to John Candy. Like John Candy is such a lovable dude that like everything that happens to him that's bad makes it that much worse. And it's just yeah. fun to see him sort of come out on top in the end, even though he did have to throw like industrial freezers into the ocean. So. I do feel yeah. like he's super relatable too, just having a stressful job. You know that he has three kids. Like as soon as, like, oh my god, we have to talk about the scene where he walks on the beach and like trying to find his wife and like just oh. like fucks everyone's day up. It's, like that is most buffoonist. Like it's, <laughs> yes. it's the best. Yeah. Oh, and like we can all relate to that because it's just it seems like that just kind of shit just always happens. You know, right. once you so, do one wrong thing, it just seems like everything snowballs from that one thing, and it's like <laughs> I can't not do this anymore. You Even his dog down. and the TV flexes on him. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, and as a result of that trip, we get this clip here. Poor baby. Oh, I'm not a baby. Oh, mommy, make it go away. It hurts. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I hate the sun. No. I hate oh. the sun. I can relate. Yeah. But I love this house. Mm, I love you. Mm, mm, mm. 
This is getting gross. Okay, I'll talk to the guy in the morning. It's about to get more gross. Oh, we cut it off. All right. Um, Noxzema is not something that I would put on a sunburn. I thought the same thing. It's like, that's. Nah, it's for exfoliating, which is the last thing you want to do with a sunburn. Trust me, I know. Right. You gotta get yourself some aloe, some aloe right. vera, and uh, yeah, and like maybe sit in a bathtub full of oatmeal or something. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. I was gonna ask you guys, did you guys ever have like a uh, horror story experience with uh, sunburns? Like, what's your worst yeah for about forty three years? Sure. <laughs> Every yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if you could tell with the ginger and that you know, and my hair has changed as I've gotten, if it's grown it out in the pandemic. But I'm I grew up a ginger kid, so nice. yeah every damn time like i was gonna warn you i can't tell if your window if your curtains are open but i was just gonna let you know maybe you want to they're not okay screw right. that no yeah we keep it outside fluorescence only and even those make me squint sometimes sure, sure. um i did i had a uh, my parents we were in florida when i was in second grade and my mom didn't put sunscreen on me and the tops of my cheeks got so burnt that my eyes swelled shut Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. And then so are, um has that created an over uh an over attempted uh sunscreen mom in you? Um n- yes to Kate for sure. And but really actually Adam Deggy, like I think of him every time I put sunscreen on because nice. he he's a former guest of ours and he has mel- had has melanoma. So every sure. like every time we go outside, I'm like, God put sunscreen on. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah Adam, I mean, you know, we're doing this for you. Yeah, nice. yeah, and I couldn't agree more. I, I would echo that. Uh, I already had a love affair with uh, sunblock, but certainly every time I, you know, even now, uh, I think of Adam, and uh, it, it's you know, it sucks. Cancer sucks, and, and it sucks that he had to go through that. But I'm glad at least that I mean, he's really affected a lot of people getting worn uh-huh. out. Right. And like me, you know, I I couldn't agree with him more. My whole life, I battled the sun, but most people don't have the problems I do, and they don't realize you know just how bad it can be. So yeah, good on him. And well. for me, he just yeah, reminds sure. me. Of, he just reminds me of the Coppertone girl. So it works out. Either way, it's all. <laughs> I would pay a hundred dollars to see him with a dog, like pulling, pulling a bathing suit and half his bare ass. Oh my <laughs> gosh, this should be the cover of his next album, like for oh, sure. Oh, oh man, hundred. I now I gotta give him a hundred. He'll do it. You know he'll yeah. do it. And then there's my hundred dollars, motherfucker. <laughs> I gotta have a hundred dollars. Adam Daggy, the new Coppertone girl. Let's make it happen, right. guys. Oh my uh, god, I would, that's awesome. I would, I would, I would I gladly hand that Benjamin over. Nice. All right. Um. Oh. And I just want to say uh, one time we went to Michigan's adventure uh, with my family and my mother uh, with my, this happened to my mom, not to me, but she was just on the lazy river, like the whole day. Like she just got in an inner tube and was like, you kids go off and play. I'll just be here. If you guys need anything, come here. And she had put sunscreen on, but she didn't put any sunscreen or like chapstick on and her lips got burnt in the sun. Yeah. And like, she had like, like I have to go to the doctor degree uh, sunburn on her lips. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. I would have never occurred to me at that yeah. age, like as a child to even be concerned with any of that. And clearly it didn't occur to her either uh, because yeah, everyone else got all lathered up with sunscreen, but she just didn't think to she protect that yeah. area. And yeah. Holy yeah, cow, that's that, that a bad experience. Your, I think that the, um, your lips and then the tops of your feet, like at the top yeah. of your feet get burnt. I was it's just worse. Three years ago, three years ago, I went to Cedar Point with one of my friends. I was wearing socks and tennis shoes, and the tops of my feet, I shit you not, still got sunburned. Oh my God. He, he thought I was a wizard or something. He's like, that is, he's like, I saw you wearing shoes the whole time. How is that possible? And sure enough, yeah, I just looked like I was walking around on burnt hobbit feet. It was, terrible. oh my gosh, that's crazy. Nice. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, we didn't do we didn't cover entirely our standout performances. Uh, I don't know where we left off on. Did anyone else have anyone? Um, wanted to we got mention? John said Scully and that probably would have been mine. OK. So. Yours also. OK. Um, for just for the fun of it, it was probably the neighbor guy, like the neighbor that was just like, come Ed. on. Yeah, like just just show him off. Like she's doing it to everyone. I just thought he was a really fun part in the movie, and it carried yeah. over that little transition between everything's kind of bad is happening to John Candy, and then now all of a sudden everything is like private secret. Like I need to learn how to sail by myself, and so we needed something to kind of bridge that gap between the acts in the film. And that guy was kind of there to just sort of usher us along and and make it fun. So plus, in my opinion, he's one of the most supportive husbands I've ever seen. Like, Absolutely, in a movie. like that dude. Oh yeah, everything he did was about all right. I just want you to be happy, honey. Like you know, <laughs> would you? You're beautiful. They're beautiful. We love you. It's yeah, all about knows, you. I don't yeah, he, need a power tool. It's all about you. He knows. I'm not gonna out, lie for sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie though. Like she should have gone bigger. Yeah. I mean, she. It, right. I mean, obviously, you like, she like probably, 110 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> I know, but like, if she, if you're gonna get them enlarged, my God, how small were they to begin with? Like, sure. they must have been like non-existent. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, maybe like, uh, maybe they had, they had like some special ability or something. I mean, it was the '80s. Like that was just like big, you know, big tan maybe, boobs is just how it maybe went. sunblock came out of them. They were functional. I mean, right. come on. Sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Get, crazy. Just dispensers for sure. It's like, what size are they? I don't know, but they're SPF thirties. There would not be any more men with skin cancer. If, if you could get sunblock out of boobs, like oh, it would just or even be just booby, ta- booby shaped sunblock dispensers. That's what I'm saying. Like you go to the B. <laughs> That's the idea right there. Um, for those of you that are just listening and not watching, John just milked a cow over his face. Like, was it, it wasn't a cow. No, let's be very clear. Well, I know, but it looked <laughs> like you were milking a cow. Oh, it, it was actually uh, Lois Hamilton. That's yes. <laughs> Although no, was, she committed, she's our, she committed suicide. So no, she's. Uh, let's be clear. It was there was only one lady that that could have possibly been. Was that Carrie? <laughs> Carrie uh, Green, Green, of course. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it it's not cool. creepy because, like, she's ten years older than me, so yeah. it's not weird. That's true. Yep. And we're we're about to talk about how old she yeah, was we'll, during we'll, the filming too. Yeah, we have we'll a game right there for sure. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and jump right into that. Then, how about it? Let's do this one. Let's play guess the age. All right, it's time to play guess the age. Mandy, all take right, it away. all right, John. How old yeah. do you think John Candy was when you? Film the, when this movie came out, I usually say. Okay, so we're going on release date. I was actually going to ask. Um, so yeah. how old was John Candy when it was released? I would, you know, honestly, I'm going to go with my age. I'm going to say he was 43. Ooh, okay. Um, I will pro- I will venture to say he was not over 40, but I'll say I'll just say 40 to make it easy. He was 35. Okay, I believe. Yeah, he. I believe he died at 44. Okay. Oh, so, oh, good. So I got one yeah. more to go. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? He was younger than all of us making mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. Like how how insane is that to yeah. be that successful yeah. at that age? To be right. Yeah, but it's not even. I don't even think about him as an actor. I think about him as the character. Yeah. Like he had three kids, a hot wife, and a job where he could afford basically like almost anything that he wants because he obviously has like tons of job- money. A job where when he gets burnt out, they force him to take a six week vacation. Yeah, right. Like, oh, you, you poor son of a bitch. Like, uh, like that's, that's why, yeah, you might, you're right. He might be the villain because here he is bitching <laughs> about what something any one of us, like, and then, like you said, he's so accomplished and I've got a Homer Simpson wall behind me. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I mean, it's pretty was, clear I'm killing it as an adult. Let's. Uh, was this the, these are puzzles, in case you're not clear. Like I did. Oh, that's uh, that is awesome. Oh my God. Even more, even more involved yeah. than I thought they were. Yeah. Right. Like, there's a whole level of disturbing sadness and yeah. dedication. Like I don't. Yeah, for sure. Well, here's the real question: Did you do those during the pandemic? Uh, the, this one. That would have been your experience. I did. Yeah. Okay. My roommate, he told me I could not buy another puzzle as long as we're roommates because it occupied our kitchen table for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, never again. I wanted so. to ask you guys, was this the origin or was John Candy the origin of fat guy with hot wife, like in movies and TV shows and things? Right. Like when that did that start a- happening? <laughs> That's what I was going to say about the whole body. Shape. Like not only did he talk about he talked about where he was upset with his body, body shamed himself. And then like the very next dialogue was to point out yeah but you have a hot ass wife and it's like okay we'll just do that and with fat guys and we don't right yeah yeah <laughs> i am pretty sure like in the 80s like it wasn't until like the 90s where like leading men became like really attractive actually i might even go as far as to say like the early 2000s like it didn't matter what the men looked like i mean really, we yeah. comedies yeah yeah oh yeah for sure um but like now you know we like women are like no like we expect to see you you know like the rock or a hilarious comedic actor like the moment john ham became a comedic actor all the rest of us studios are like son of a bitch uh, yeah that must be so hot like how the actors feel when like rappers and musicians start taking their roles like god damn it now we're all yeah, now you have to right. do everything. You have to, you have to be good at all of it. Yeah. Like, well, if we got to be good looking, I'm screwed. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, John Candy, um, Adam Sandler, even, although he is hot in Billy Madison, but like, um, uh, give, like, give me some more, like, Sorry, like, I mean, my I guess Chevy mother-in-law Chase just texted me. tall, and so people, I think, but like Dan Aykroyd certainly wasn't a handsome Thank dude. Thank you. Even though um, uh, it's kind um, of fat Chevy, too, actually. Chevy Chase was like for about five minutes was super hot. And that was yeah. in Caddyshack. But yeah. then sorry, Matt, what were you like gonna Bill say? Bill Murray, I mean, he's kind of attractive, yes. but no. like he was yeah. Mandy's gonna no. refute that. Entirely. Oh, oh really? Okay. I mean, it, I, I'm not saying I want to fuck him, but I like him. Don't be, <laughs> no, don't be speaking ill of Bill Murray, all right. <laughs> like, we might have an issue. <laughs> even like Tom Hanks was never like a, a not any, rock star stone cold stunner type situation. No. No. And, no. In fact, I feel like when he was in comedy movies, they took efforts to try to make him look like he was the ne- guy next door, the buffoon guy next door. Yeah, he like, was very, very everyman guy for sure. Yeah. Yes. I completely the corner, agree. They probably turned the corner with things like Tom Cruise, even though he was like a little fella, like they did whatever they could to try to make him a sex symbol, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, Maybe Tom Cruise, word, um, Kurt Russell, like I feel like they started to kind of change with them. But yeah. then again, African-American men, I mean, we had Richard Pryor. Eddie Murphy is not attractive, in <laughs> my opinion. Uh, like, there were hardly like any leading role. Well, there weren't a lot of leading role black, you know, movies, anyways. Comedy, but yeah, like, for sure, yeah. Um, but like, it took a long time for us to get like, like the, the hotties. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I don't, I, maybe maybe Will Ferrell was like a transitionary period because like he had the tall, handsome leading man, but also acted, you know. In a, in a way in which to, to to presume he wasn't good looking, you know what I mean? Like right. he would do things, be like, "I'm going to march around in stupid looking outfits and things like that." It really dumb uh, him down for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. All right, uh, we have a couple of clips here that I did want to hit. Um, 
we i mean this one doesn't need to happen this, uh, this is the red hat guy from his bedroom when he uh oh so that uh, one i remember that huge I as a kid this scene because i'm t- i grew up with the smurfs and the sound effects <laughs> on that are not from the smurfs that is bullshit Fuck off, buddy i was here first get the hell out of here now you get out of here fella i'm trying to watch the smurfs <laughs> yeah yeah. You're trying to watch the Smurfs? Yeah. Did you see the one where Papa Smurf took a crust and smashed the shit out of a guy with a red hat? Ooh. Did you see that one? We get the shit. You want to see that one? Yeah, that's not Smurfs. Oh. Archie, you stink. <laughs> Traitor dog. Oh. Yeah. I love it. All I right. mean, and he, when he gets up, it's so, yeah, it's so disgusting. <laughs> I remember that big time as a kid. Yeah, the, right. what he left behind on the bed. Whoa. Okay, so we have to get back to the ages because we've only gotten John oh. through John Candy oh, so far. Right. I was like, okay, let's move on to our next segment. <laughs> no, we're, we're not, not done. Not sponsored by any ADHD medications by any chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Karen Austin, who played Sandy, how old do you think she was, John? Mm, uh, well, she was hot. Uh, she no was. Matter what she age was gorgeous. Was. In this movie. Um, I'll say thirty-six. Okay. Matt? Oh goodness! Uh, we said John was thirty-five. I will say, I don't know. She was probably. Uh, she seems to me a little older. I will say she was like thirty-eight. She was. She just turned thirty when this oh, came okay. out. All right, all right. She's so she's yeah. a little older, but I think that's because I had more of a of a span of time where I dealt with John Candy. So this seemed very yes. young in the John Candy era for me. Well, I, I do know. think that women aged poorly in the eighties also, sure. like just in general, like I think women looked older it's than awesome they actually that. were. That'll do it. It was you. rare to have like a Bo Derek for sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, I would say that's fair. Uh, like, having said that though, I think the reason why I always ex- like saw her as being older in this movie is because like I saw her as a cougar. <laughs> yes. Terry Green's mom. And like, I was like, okay, well, you know, she's got to be, pushing 40 or whatever that's why it's so impressive yeah she's old Speaking yeah, of- right? like if i like <laughs> carrie green, if i like yeah. carrie green then she's got to be old for sure but yeah, yeah. how yeah. old do you think how old do you think carrie green was when she was in this movie <laughs> well i'm gonna cheat on this one because of i i didn't research it for this movie but like i said as i mean <laughs> if that information's already in your head we can't we can't yeah. stop that I, I, yeah I mean, oh that's okay let's let yeah. matt guess because yeah. matt doesn't know and, and again just to be clear this is for the time of the movie release is what we're basing this on yeah 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 uh, her birthday, but I pretty much know the answer. Sure. Um, God, I don't know. I would say she's probably, I mean, like they put on that she's probably got to be like 16, I would think. But I'm going to say that she was 17 for this movie. Yeah, like 18 was when it, I mean, depending okay. on when her birthday was. I was yeah. going to say she either turned 18 or was 17. That's Which okay. is crazy because her mom is only 12 years older than she is. Sure. Like, right. <laughs> So when they're walking and, down the beach and the guy's like whistle at him, I'm like, yeah, that's because she's had her when she was 12, according right. to, yeah. <laughs> according to lore of the, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and that's why, <laughs> that's why when you ask the actress's name, I'm like, she's got to be at least in her mid thirties because Carrie Green is literally like 18 years old. They're not going to make someone 10 years older. Nope. Okay. Uh, they, sure <laughs> right. did, yeah. they sure did. <laughs> All right. Joey Lawrence. How old do you think he was when he was in this movie? I'd say he was probably 10. Whoa. Okay. Uh, I, th- I, eight, let's say eight. He was, yeah, he was nine when it was released. Okay. Um, but right. he is like by far one of the like sexiest like people on the planet. Like even now, 
as a nine-year-old? I was going to say, especially then? Is that what you were going oh. like Mine wasn't weird. She was 18. Yours. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm talking about like Blossom and from then on. Oh, yeah. He was, and I even told my husband, like, do you know who that is? He really blossomed and, there. Was oh, he? Oh, how dare you, sir? Yeah. Was he also? Guys. Have a good night. Yeah, right, see, you, see you later. <laughs> was he in planes, trains, and automobiles? Was he the little boy in that movie? He was. One of... he, he he was the son. Okay, I was going to yeah. say it was one of the Lawrence brothers, but I couldn't remember which one. But no, okay. it had to be him because Matthew Lawrence would have been way too little. Okay, yeah, nice. Because that um, came right. out eighty-seven, I think. So that was probably just a couple years after. Yeah. So I wonder if that was more John Candy influenced. Uh, you know. Like bring them along like, for the ride, sort of thing. Could have been, yeah. or I mean, it could have like um, that was planes, trains was John Hughes, and this was um, uh, not John Hughes. Reiner, Carl Reiner. Yeah, yeah you said it already. One. I was gonna say you said it already. Uh, um, so okay, you never know. They were friends. Um, how uh, for just to save time, um, Richard Crenna, who played Paulette, Mister Paulette, no. Paulette, mm-hmm. son of a bitch. I wish it was sitting right here. Um, he was 59, which floored me because I thought he looked older than that. Yeah. Um, Rip Torn was 54. I thought you were going to say Rip Torn was like 30. I was like, that, yeah. that tracks. Rip Torn he's was 22. Always, yeah, he's <laughs> always been that way forever. Um, John Lorquette was uh, 38, and that's all I have. So. All right. Nice. 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 All right, let's move on to our next game. Let's see. What do we got left here? Let's do this one. Ooh, that sound. Ooh, coming in hot. Did All right, it is time for us to play What's That Sound? This is where I take a sound from the movie and I play it for you out loud. That means uh, Mandy has never heard this sound either. John, this is the first time you're hearing it. Uh, you're going to get first uh, swing at it, John. And if you can't get what is happening on screen during the sound, it goes to Mandy. And if Mandy can't get it, it'll go to the audience. So listen close. We're going to try to cue this up. I think I'm going to try to get the audio right here. Okay. First sound sounds like this. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> John, can you tell me what's happening on screen during that he sound? He is choking on a popcorn kernel trying to walk <laughs> off like a like a man. And just, just failing. He's, but he's, oh about my God. Though. he's about to get karma on his side. Nice. My he's husband laughed his ass off. He stole a fistful of popcorn from a man. <laughs> out of his hand. It's yeah. such a power move. And then to immediately almost choke to death. Like, I, I, could, I could see by the look on your face that you had already got it. But I'm going to play oh, yeah. that clip again because there's a little bit more. It, it actually has the, uh, the dueling. The combo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is very reminiscent of planes, trains, and automobiles, too, when he's in the bed trying to clear his nasal passages. Yes. There we go. Nice job on that one. All right, let's go to round two. This is the last one. What's that sound? Tell me what's happening on screen during this. It's a short one. It's a short one. There's a couple of context clues in the background, but let's try it one more time. I'll give it a little more juice on this end. Here we go. John, what do you oh, think's happening? I remember now. That's where Joey Lawrence has the dead crab over him as he wakes up sunburned. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very good. Very good. Nice. Good job. I wouldn't have gotten that one. Nailed them both. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Very nice, John. Very good. Uh, let's move on to the next game. We're running short on time, so we got to try yeah. to power through this here. Here we go. 
This is the theme song for that one. First, Matt plays a backwards clip. Then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. All right, it is time for us to play backwards, forwards. That's where I take a four-word phrase from the film. I play it backwards, and then I give you several options, and you tell me which one it was. The first thing you're going to hear is that backward phrase, and I'm going to play it over and over again probably three times, okay? Okay. Here we go. All right, that was the backward phrase. Now I'm going to play it again, and then several forward phrases. You tell me which one. One, two, three, or four. Here we go. Catch of the day. To a golden brown. Teasing hint of Dijon. Buccaneers, my name's Scully. All right, which one do you think it is? One, two, three, or four? Do you need to hear it again? No, um, I think I'm going to go with one, Scully. Let's catch the day. Okay, Mandy, do you have a guess? I'm going to guess four. Number four? All right, well, uh, we won't hold this one over for suspense. It was number four. Nice job, Mandy. Yay! <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. I, in, my, in my mind, I was just like, Lux, Lux, Lux. And he's like, Scully. And I was like, yes! That's got to be it, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I loved that <laughs> set of them. Normally, this game is real dumb, and it's hard to do. But, like, this one made it even worse. It was compounded by that weird-ass background music. Because oh. playing that tinky piano in reverse over top of all of these tricks, <laughs> right? it just sounds like madness going on. <laughs> Right. Like, I think we just. Is this summoned... a Hunter S. Thompson movie? Like, once. <laughs> we, right. summoned, we summoned a demon, I think, from that one. <laughs> nice. um, oh, and then uh, speaking of summoning a demon, I wanted to play this Scottish guy talking. Well, what do you make of my the girl? Best. Yeah. Well, your gundles are fraught to the opinions. And your pips, man, is wanting some crack. I may think you're crowd of your dentists, but it's no worse than your dick hope to groan. That's easy for you to say. But what do we do about it, Angus? <laughs> Your fashion's near to want a broken, and you'll never be grading a coal wind with your bar sway. Uh, yep. In layman's terms, how bad is she? She's a total pig. <laughs> nice. You said something <laughs> about parsley there, I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've been playing video games on Twitch, right? And so people will come into my channel, and then I'll go into other people's channels and watch them play, and whoever's playing similar games, you know, whatever. And I happened to come across a young lady who was playing a game that I like to play, but she's from Scotland. And the uh -huh. time that I was watching her play, uh, she got very, very drunk. And I don't know if that's like a common thing for her, but she got very, for very Scott. drunk and then also <laughs> got um, the hiccups during it. And instead of playing the game, she mostly just focused on the fact that she had the hiccups. But she kept going like, why do I have the what? What is the purpose of a hiccup? And then she would <laughs> hiccup after talking every time. Like, what is your body even trying to do? And then she's after each one. And I was like, God damn it. This is the funniest thing I've ever heard. In my oh, life. my God. Great. I want to hear this. Good time. Yeah, Good I do, time. too. <laughs> but uh, all right. Let's see. Nice job on, uh, on that one, Mandy. Very good. And Thank then you. I guess we're to the end of things. Do I have any more clips that I want to play? Oh, let's just play Jennifer talking to the lifeguard real quick here. Yeah, okay. let's play, Jennifer. Oh, that's one of those CPR dolls. Yeah, I teach CPR. I'm known yeah. as uh, Mr. Mouth to Mouth. Hey, Jennifer, I got a great idea. How about me and you take Lori to a nursery school, it's okay? Not here. today, Dad. No? Good. I thought you'd left already. Lori, you forgot your lunch, sweetheart, and I had those muffins you like. Should she be talking to him? No. 
No, she shouldn't. No, are you crazy? He's a lifeguard. They're all sex maniacs. <laughs> now each of his gonads is screaming me first. Nice. Just after that, there's a great part where all the lifeguards run by, and as they go by, and one of the dudes goes, I think that was John Madden. Yeah, that guy looks yes. like John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because once you like hear it and you look back at him, you're like, Yeah, I can totally see yeah, them thinking that he was John Madden. I would have never thought that until that, that happened. And yeah, now I can't unsee it. Speaking as someone old enough to remember that time period, that was a real thing. Like people joked about how this guy kind of looks like John Madden when John Candy was first coming <laughs> on the scene. So nice. that was a great meta. Yeah. A joke within a joke sort of situation. It that's really was. It really was. All right. Uh, I think that's just about to the end of things. So this is where we usually ask the question, John, would you watch this movie again? Uh, probably going to as soon as we're done. Actually, <laughs> like, Might well add I mean, six to it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm weird in so many ways, but you know, growing up in that time period, real store manager in the '90s, myself, like, man, I'll watch a classic movie over and over and over, and I never get tired of it. So nice. this, yeah. And I mean, that's and then talking about it like you guys have given me the excuse to do. I couldn't be happier. This has been an absolute blast. So thank you. All right, thank well, you so much, uh, Mandy. Would you watch this movie again? Yeah, especially considering how much Mark liked it. I bet we'll watch it again if it comes on for free. We're not nice. going to pay for it again. HBO Max. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I uh, I will probably not on purpose. If it's on, I'm certainly not going to turn it over. But I would I mean, I I would enjoyed this watch, but I'd say there's really not much more I could glean from it. So I uh, don't think my uh, daughter's going to be into it, at least for a while. And I don't think uh, my wife's got really any interest in watching it again. So probably going to put this one up on the shelf for a while and just admire it from a distance, which is what I'd been doing <laughs> for a while. So <laughs> turned out to be okay. Now, John, this is the part where we give you uh, the floor to go ahead and tell us what uh, you want to point people toward in real life. What's the plugs you've got going on? Where should people look? Yeah, well, first and best place is always to go to my website. Uh, that's johnhausercomedy.com, J-O-N-H-O-U-S-E-R comedy.com. That usually has all my schedule and some clips and other things on there with information about the venues I'm going to be at. Um, I do have some shows in the West Michigan area coming up next week, uh, Wednesday, June 9th. I'll be at the at Burl and Sprig in Muskegon, Michigan. And then Thursday, June 10th, I'll be in Bancroft, Michigan, doing a show out there. And like I said, if you go to the website, that's usually the best place to, to get that's all my That's perfect, John, because this, I think this episode was going to drop on, on Wednesday. the 9th on Wednesday. Yeah. So oh, awesome. Today, awesome. if you're listening to this early enough, make it happen. Get out there and watch yeah. some comedy. It's a free show out there in Muskegon. And then it's a wonderful venue run by a couple of really cool guys, Fresh Ghost Comedy. Give them a plug. Uh, nice. They do a wonderful job. So yeah, check it out. Very good. Ooh. Very good. All right. So go check out all that stuff. Mandy, do you have anything you want to point people toward in the real world? Nope. All right. Good. good <laughs> to know. Uh, you guys can follow us along on Instagram. That's where I recommend that you go because each week you're going to get a snapshot of what we're about to do. So every Sunday or roughly thereof, this week has been a rough one. We're going to get the poster out tonight for this week's episode. But uh, I put the posters out on Instagram on the Sunday before, so it gives you a few days to watch the movie ahead of time. But the cool thing is I take the posters, I remove the stars, and I add our podcast guest in their place. So uh, look forward to that coming out here, John, uh, pretty quick. You'll be able to uh, see yourself on the cover of Summer Rental. So I can't wait. Uh, I'm very... pretty sure I've already imagined that in my life. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> it's, just, it's just you and uh, what's uh, Carrie Green. Carrie that's, Green, that's yeah. Only... <laughs> Maybe I'll make a special cover for you for this one. <laughs> Man, you take it. I'm not excited, but I am. There you go, there you go. And of course, we don't have a way to end this without just kind of rambling off into the distance. So what we've decided to do in its place is just play a final clip from the film. And today's final clip is going to sound like this. 
Jack Chester, I'm your neighbor. And you're? Having lunch. Mmm, looks good. All right, that's it. Thanks, John. All right, thanks, Thank you guys. guys. Thanks, guys. Tell your friends to listen. Okay, bye. Yes, bye. bye.